Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Is your battery dying? No, I just thought it'd be funny if like you hit like the hype button to add a little spice to your cast and it wasn't good enough. <laughs> just mediocre. And you're like, could you could you finish the word? No man, that's that's it. That's your hype. My hype is that he forgot the name of my show. Jam hour. Welcome to Jam Hour. There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. I'll share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hey there, everybody. I'm Kevin. <laughs> and I'm Josh. Oh, my God. I caught you, you, I got you in the middle of drinking. <laughs> yes. Rude. Ah, rude. Mm, 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 mm. That's Josh. Hi. He can't talk because he's drinking. Oh, buddy. But we're both <laughs> drinking, so that's the fun part. Uh, if this, for some weird reason, is your first time listening to us, this is how the show works. Uh, we sat around one night drinking and was like, what the hell that shit you got in your junk drawer? Where, where that shit comes from? And we're like, well, let's fucking do a podcast. But Kevin, what is a junk drawer? A junk drawer is that drawer in your kitchen usually, or like a garage or whatever, that just has all the extra crap in it. It's usually the last thing you clean out on your move. It's like, where do I put all this shit? You know, it's that stuff. That's interesting that that's the last thing that you clean out when you move. My junk drawer is usually the last thing. I feel like that's first off. Oh, no, because you're going to need scissors and tape and all that shit for something. point. I've been doing it wrong. I have heard that it is called the catch-all. Uh, you've said that in the past. I'm going to continue to say it until somebody emails us and goes, I can prove it's true. Are we going to have to change the name of the show to Catch All with, Kev- with Kevin and, and Josh? Ah, that sounds like you, there's going to be news involved and we agree oh, no, no news. Oh, no, we don't want that. Uh, we'll stick with Junk Drawer then. Hey, Kevin, what are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking. I'm having a little, uh, little uh, do-it-yourself cocktail tonight. I've got a little Bacardi rum. Mm-hmm. I got a splash of uh, Sailor Jerry spiced rum. Ooh. Uh, and I've topped that with ice and a watermelon strawberry sparkling ice water. Holy fuck. That just sounds like fucking refreshment mountain. Oh, wow. If I could have my own water park, that would be what I would aim for the water to smell like. You wouldn't be able to do it. It's impossible. It's going to smell like pee whether you like it or not. Josh, what are you drinking? So I'm drinking Larceny whiskey. Ooh. Is that a pirate whiskey? Well, it just always... I want to sound like that when I say when I read the bottle. Larceny whiskey. Well, it's it's right there in front of you. It's like, oh. yeah, it's Larceny <laughs> whiskey, whiskey. is right in front of you. Yeah, it's also right in front of you. I'm just drinking it sounds whiskey. sounds delicious. It is delicious. It's a uh, mapley, syrupy, kind of spicy... It's my favorite of the locals. And it's also, you know, not super pricey. There you go. Nicey and uh, not super pricey. Unofficial sponsor of Larson's. Larson's? Larkin? Get at Larkin? us. Smash smash that like and subscribe. <laughs> smash it. Smash it. Get us up in our DMs and we'll promote it on some long-winded website that I just don't want to go through. That's how you know it's spam. That's how you know it's spam. That's how you know it's spam. Um, so the show is, we're going to fucking talk about some crazy shit that you mm-hmm. find in your junk drawer. I am hosting this episode. Next episode, it'll be Josh, and then back oh, and forth, thank back God and forth. And I'm the you. one that chose the topic. I am shit-canned. <laughs> I'm the one that did all the research. And Josh has no clue what's going on, and nope. he's just shit-canned. And um, learning at the same time. He's learning. 
I'm excited to learn. Are you ready to learn? We really should rethink this. I should definitely record first, because if I'm going to get shit canned during your episode, it means my episode's <laughs> going to be wild. Oh, it's going to be the best, and I can't wait. It's going to be four hours long. Uh, Josh, are you ready to learn? All right. Uh, Intern Craig, learn could me. you please go over to the drawer and pull out today's item? Craig, make it sexy. What the hell is it? Yep. <laughs> Got it. Thank you, Intern Craig. Josh. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing that we've pulled out of the junk drawer today, it's, I'd say it's a little bit of a larger item for most of the things that you would find in the junk drawer. Is it hairspray? It's hairspray. It, it, is, not the pl- it is not the musical hairspray. <laughs> um, this is one that I actually did find in my junk drawer several times because my junk drawer was also the, like you said, it's a catch-all. Yeah. It was where you just throw shit because it was in the fucking way. And today, one of my favorite things growing up we're going to talk about the Wooly Willy. Oh, Wooly Whoa! Willy! What? Oh! Wooly Willy. Now, that's, by how, sure. that's, that's how cool you know it is that it makes you Sam Kinison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just scream as loud Just as you scream. can. Just scream. It's, it's, it's more like the uh, secret word on Pee Wee's Playhouse. More scream. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're drinking. They weren't drinking at Pee Wee's Playhouse. They just had milk. They were some, drinking at Pee Wee's Playhouse. They were doing cocaine. At Pee Wee's Playhouse. Um, that's awesome. I know, right? I love the fucking Wooly Willy. If you are, uh, if there, you know, two out of the three people who are listening don't know what a Wooly Willy is. It <laughs> it's was, not what you think. It's not Relax. What you think. Nothing to do with anybody's Willy. We're good, Kev. We don't even have to. Y'all, just relax. Just everyone relax. Uh, Wooly Willy is an old school five and dime store toy that is a piece of cardboard that has an animated drawn cartoon face on it and a piece of plastic over it. Inside that plastic is pieces of metal that you move around with a magnet and then you make hair on this dude's face. See, now, if you had done that like Tom Waits, that would have been perfect. Oh, you could put a hair on, a hair on the head. It must be Holy Willy. Holy Willy. So Wooly Willy is basically just a, a cartoon face that you make hair on in different styles <laughs> with fucking metal thing, No matter how hard you try, is going to sound insane. It sounds insane. It sounds like a fucking dumb thing, but it is one of my favorite five and dime yeah. toys growing up. It has been around for a very long fucking time and is one of the most popular toys in history, which we'll talk about in a second. This was like the kind of toy that like your aunt that would buy you like uh, dollar store toys so that you had like quantity, not quality. Yeah. Absolutely. You would absolutely I, get one of the, you get like a smaller one or a bigger one. Mm-hmm. And she knows that you're going home in the car. And so, like, instant entertainment. And those were awesome gifts, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. The Walgreens toys? Come on. Oh, yeah. You're like, no, these are practical. These are toys for now. These are toys for now. I grew up uh, in Mississippi, and my family's from a place called Quitman, Mississippi. Mm. And we had a family reunion there every year. And this was the kind of town that I was probably, I, I would go, I was going to the re- reunion every year since I was born. And when I was around 13, they got their first stoplight. So it was a very small place. I'm not laughing and, because of that. I'm laughing because of that. Right. Because what makes me more nervous is that people drove in your town and they'd just been not driving with no. a stoplight. No, they just had stop signs, you know, and they got busy enough. They needed a stoplight. 
But there was a ta- store downtown called Woody's Five and Dime. And oh, Woody's off. Five and this Dime is was an You're fucking o- kidding me. No, no dude, it's no real. Uh, this is an OG fucking Five and Dime. You go in and it is like, you could get things for the home real fast, but also all this old Five and Dime shit that looked like it was like a, like the original stock from like the 50s and 60s shit. Oh, I thought you meant like, like you could get like wolf shirts or like, no, like Bowie this knives. is this is a place where you get a woolly willy. You wow. know, this is like ah, old school. Cool. I used to get balsa wood plane gliders from there, and they were still like a dime. This sounds like uh, roadside Uncle Funs, and I just want to yes. say again because we should say every episode: R.I.P. Uncle Funs. R.I.P. Uncle Funs. Woody's Five and Dime was like the original Uncle Funs, but except half the store was also Home Goods. <laughs> and things that you might need. It's, the, it's what you want. It's what you want Home Depot to be. And it, it just it is. Isn't. And it's very small. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Wooly Wooly goes back. And it's one of those things that I always had around my house because I'd get one at uh, Woody's or some shit like that. And it would end up in the fucking junk drawer. So that's my... Nice. Learn, that's that's my history with the with the fucking uh, Wooly Willy. Um, <laughs> that's my history with the fucking That's thing. my history with the Wooly Willy. Wooly Willy was developed by two brothers, Donald and James Herzog. Come on! Not even a willy in there? No, not even a willy. Donald and James Herzog. James mostly is the one that did this, but he worked with his brother Donald at the Smithport Specialty Company, which was their dad's toy company. Oh, cool. The Smithport Specialty Company. Smithport? Why do you think they called it? Smithport Specialty Company. Because <laughs> they can't spell, and they just went with it. <laughs> Close, but because oh, it, it's a mistake, right? Because nothing is called. There's nothing called a Smith. No, it's actually because the it is located in Smithport, Pennsylvania. It is the Smithport Specialty Company. Oh, it's just because it's the name of the town, which I've just verbally insulted. Yes, yes, you just. If anyone from Smithport is listening, they're coming after you. Honestly, I'll take that. That's on me. That is a fight I'm willing to do. Yeah, I'm willing to die on that one. Not on it. For it. (laughs) You are dedicated to this podcast. You will die for this podcast. I will. I'd die for this podcast. It's fun. You guys aren't having any fun? Come on, Smithport. Where are you at? Uh, Smithport Specialty Company was known for their small toys, like they made uh, tops. Remember, just a regular oh, yeah, yeah. spin, boom, and they had some that like sparkled and things like that. And they also made uh, those horseshoe-shaped magnets like you'd see in cartoons. Well, Smithport Specialty Company was known for these tops and these horseshoe-shaped magnets. And they're just fucking making this stuff, and they're having the best time, and they're making a successful run at this toy company thing. And then, boom, World War II. Fuck! Yeah, right? Fucked everything up. And of course, during World War II, supplies were limited, and they needed more materials. So they put toys on hold and got to working for the government and and old Uncle Sam, and they started manufacturing insulators for proximity fuses for bombs. (laughs) Those fuses allowed the operators to control the exact moment of explosion and were considered one of the war's most important weapons. Are you going to tell me that every time I look at a Wooly Willy, all I'm going to hear is... Be sure to buy bonds, everybody. 
Very Captain America. Ah, Very. War toys. That war makes Willy Willy the Captain America of toys. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So cool. during World War II, they started making these proximity fuses, and so that actually blew their business up, and they were able to expand because <laughs> they did a... <laughs> What's up, everybody? I... We're just kidding. They don't actually... We're 100% <sighs> safe. We have scientists. Yeah, yeah. We have a lot of safety precautions. <laughs> so... The company expands tremendously because they're making all this bank from making bombs, right? And then the war's over. Done. Ah, boo. Right? But once they're done with the death, they're, boom, back to toys. So they're making toys again. (laughs) Toys or weapons. Toys or weapons. Weapons or toys. So once they're back to toys, James, brother James, James Reese was his middle name, James Reese Herzog, what he found was is that when they're making those horseshoe magnets, they're grinding them down on grinders to make the ends flat. Oh, well, shit. that makes a bunch of basically magnetic metal shards, right? And it's just laying all over. So one day he picks them up, threw it on some cardboard, realized it reacted with the magnet, and he could move it around while the magnet was underneath the cardboard and just start scooting it around. And Dude, he was like, Kev- oh. Kevin, can I tell you yeah. that on occasion my mind has been blown in my life? And right now is one of those occasions. Don't ever stop. <laughs> the woolly willy has taken your mind. Yeah. We're, and we're we're not even we're we're not even done yet. Holy we're shit. We're not even done yet. That can't be right. Oh yeah. No, it's totally right. So there James. He's in the shop. He's on break. He's moving all this stuff around. He's like, fuck, this'll be fun. We should do something with this. But I don't know what to do. Well, at the same time... Would you? Honestly? Would you look at that and go, kid's toy? No, you would look at that and go, what? Well, this next part's gonna fucking get you on this one, because at the same time, on the other side of the world, the army was using a new process called vacuum forming to make 3D maps. Now, what is vacuum forming? When you, you have to pack a lot of stuff... So you put it in one of those bags that you can put your vacuum on the other end of, and it sucks mm. all the air and oxygen out. Mm. And somehow it's like it. Um, it's mm-hmm. like when you. What is that called when you cook stuff in a bag? Boiling, boil a bag. It has a name. It's a fancy pressure cooking. cooking. No, it has like a fancy. Like it sounds like dressage, but it's not. That um, <laughs> dressage isn't that horse dancing? Demi glaze. Demi glaze. You demi glaze a duck. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. Oh, this is the part of the show where. Josh starts Googling things and makes everybody hold on while he Googles something. Yeah, because we all want to know what things are, Kevin. That's why we're here. Just more to edit. Just uh, more to edit. No, it's got like, it's a certain kind of cooking. Can I save you the time and say, no, it's not like that? Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. So it's Sous vide! No. That's what it's called. <laughs> God damn it. God Never damn you, it. brain. Uh, yeah, it's called no. sous viding. So wait, it's- you can edit that part out, and then we could jump in. It's like, it's when you... Wait, I can do this. It's when you have to pack a lot of stuff, so you kind of sous vide it into these plastic bags where you put a vacuum on the other end and it sucks all the oxygen out. No, it's not Fuck like that. Fuck my entire life! <laughs> vacuum forming is when you take a sheet of plastic and heat it to a forming temperature, meaning it's lucid, you can move it around. And you stretch it over a single surface mold, which is like a kind of a 3D mold, right? And then you suck it down with a vacuum, and then it makes the shape of whatever it's on. The army was using it to make 3D topographic maps. So imagine like, 
a plastic piece of plastic that's shaped like mountains and shit like that. And they made it from this vacuum mold. They heated it, make a big vacuum over this whatever shape they want. And then they take that off and they can keep do that over and over again. Whoa. So then James was like, yo, what I could do is vacuum form a little box to put all these shavings in. And then we can put them in that on top of this cardboard. And then I can take a magnet, move it to fuck around all I wanted. That way we won't lose the metal shavings. It'll keep them away from moisture. It won't fall out and it won't rust. Ba-boom. Oh my God. So smart. And yet still no idea why they're doing it. It's like Willy Willy was demanding to be born. He was demanding. He was just being pulled from the ether. It was like, please make me, please make me. And then Herzog was like, wait a tick. This needs to have something extra to it. So he hires Leonard Makowski of Bradford, Pennsylvania, to do the artwork for the cardboard. So he did the original Wooly Willy face, the Wooly Willy uh, animation stuff on the back. What was his name again? Leonard Mako- Makowski. <laughs> Leonard Mc- Wait, hold up. Jimmy, Jimmy Herzog and Lenny Wachowski. Those Mikowski. are the guys, and Lenny Makowski yep. are the guys that came up with the Wooly Willy. Yep. Well, well, James did the did the Wooly Willy. James uh, oh, Leo, James Herzog. Leo was the artist that did the artwork on it. Right. Lenny Makowski. So what Mikowski. you're telling me is that this is a Herzog Makowski situation. Joint. Wow. Yep. In fact, you can find Le- uh, Lenny's signature hidden in the grass drawing on the back Outstanding. of the Wooly Willy. I just want to say that two guys named Herzog and Makowski absolutely came up with the goddamn fucking Wooly Willy. Willy. He's Wooly. Wooly. Get it to goddamn get It's her. hair. Wooly <laughs> Willy finally fucking came together. Boom, boom, boom. We got artwork. We got the, the vacuum form. We got the, everything's ready to go. Boom. Now... 1955. He comes back from war. They decided to launch Willy Willy. The year is 1950. (laughs) The year is 1955. In 1955, when the Willy Willy is brought to the world, the original price tag was 29 cents. Nice. Now, Josh, do you think something like the Willy Willy, knowing that you you know, how in the 50s people loved science. Right. Unlike today. Yeah. They loved science, wanted to know about science. Right. They saw this thing with the magnet and the metal and the cartoons, and they were into cartoons then. Everything's great. It's 1955. You're a kid. You're like, fucking A. Yep. 29 cents. I want that Wooly Willy. Do you think it was a, a hit right out the gate? Do you think it was one of those things that everybody wanted to get? See, the fact that you're asking me means that uh, it probably wasn't. So I'm going to go with no. I don't think it was. I think it fucking bombed. You are correct. It was not a hit at all. In fact, one store owner called it the worst toy ever made. And we know where that toy store owner lives. We know his family. We are going to kick all of their asses. Watch out, toy store people. We're coming. Then one day, there was a buyer for a five-and-dime store. <laughs> this is how it. the story goes. He, he bought just a couple dozen to prove that he wouldn't be able to sell them so Herzog could move on and get on with his life from this Wooly Willy and stop oh losing money, God. right? So he bought I want a this movie, by the way. This Whoa, movie needs oh, to happen. Oh, my God. The movie Wooly Willy would be amazing. It's just called Wooly Willy. It's just called Wooly Willy. Boom! And it's Herzog and Mikowski. 
Um, so <laughs> cops lost in a land of crime. So he buys a few dozen. He's like, I'm just going to prove that you fucking need to move on with your life because this fucking sucks, dude, right? So he buys them. Two days later, he calls back. He's like, I need to order 12,000 Wooly Willies because they have <laughs> sold out of my store and people all of a sudden cannot fucking get enough of them. And then, boom, Wooly Willy was born. The craze was on. Wow. So he literally had to go down to street level and be like, hey, these things are fucking cool before anyone actually played with those things. Get on this shit. And people were like, okay. And they're like, this is fucking pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And just like with anything that's fucking cool, guess what there's a bunch of? Knockoffs. Knockoffs. Here's some of the knockoffs. You ready? Here's some of the knockoffs out there for Wooly Wooly. I hate this. There's Mr. Doodle Face. Shut up. Who who would buy that? Oh, you think that's it? There's Hairdo Harriet. <laughs> well, now Hairdo Harriet. At least we're opening it up a little bit. There's one called Babyface that's just this weird baby face. But people well, it is as advertised. On, right, but then you put a bunch of hair and beard on this baby face, and all the pictures on the outside that show you the things you can do are all like just making it look like an actor. No, no, there's only one. But my favorite one was hairless Hugo, which was, instead of a dude's face, it was one of those hairless cats. Oh, God. (laughs) Those gross Egyptian hairless cats. That was funny. That was funny. Oh, and I tagged this stuff in, too, just for you, because, Josh, you love horror and everything horror. I do. And there were some horror-inspired knockoffs. One was called Thurston Blood. Fuck you, that's awesome. One was called Eaten Brains. <laughs> one was called Eye Sockets. And one was called Ben Tombed. Jeez. Right? You know, there was a lot more nuance back in the day. So don't, much. Don't discount your gas station toys. No, Because there never. is some actual clever shit going on. Always. You're just missing out. There's poetry Always. there. A lot of poetry. Uh, they also have some that are the Simpsons. They have a Beatles one. And the, one of my favorites was it looks just like Wooly Willie, but instead of Wooly Willie's face, it's uh, Bill Murray. And then you <laughs> could just make him look like all his characters from his movies. <laughs> so it's a Wooly Murray? <laughs> it's a Wooly Murray. <laughs> I love it. Uh, as of September 2020, just last year, they had sold over 75 million units since it debuted in 1955. God damn, yes. And it is on the list of the top 100 influential toys of all times. Time, Forged time. from war. Forged from war. Seriously, this was invented by like the dwarves from Tolkien Universe experience. <laughs> right. Like it was right. literally forged in Moria by like Gam Jam. Gam Jam. Gam Jam, some of Baltran. That sounds like something that Grandma makes on the weekends and you put on your biscuits. Gam Jam. (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Some great Gam Jam. Oh, God, don't. Can we not call it that? (laughs) But then I just thought about how it sounds like your grandmother's jizz. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it. Oh, totally kept. Uh, The Wooly Willy is still in production because the Smethport specialty it sounds, company. I'm sorry. It sounds like you're trying to say something else. <laughs> That's it's what's killing me. S-M-E-T-H-P-O-R-T. No, I know, I know that is what it is. It just, every time you say it, it sounds like you're going to say something else, and it just throws my head off. You're just like the Smethport. You're like, 
Is that's it? That's right. Smithport. Okay. Smithport Specialty Company from Smithport, Pennsylvania. Their stuff is now owned by a company called Play Monster, <laughs> and Play Monster has acquired the also the has the Spirograph. Remember the Spirograph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also have. Color forms. Remember color forms? Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, see, it's too bad that color forms are too big for a junk drawer, because I would love to do an episode mm-hmm. about that. That just brings so many warm memories right? to my face. Right. And the Play Monster also offers a newer toy. <laughs> this is my favorite. It's from the Yeti series. They oh have God. Yeti and my spaghetti. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. They have also have Yeti Set Go. <laughs> and they also have Yeti Forgetty. <laughs> That's my drag name. Yeti Set Go looks fun because it's kind of like a knockoff, like kind of like a weird, like hungry, hungry hippos, where it's a plastic mountain that has little grooves that hold that can hold a thing in it, and oh, it's wow. four different Yetis on either side, and you pop the top of their heads, and they kick their legs, and they kick the meatballs <laughs> up the mountain, and you once you get all your meatballs in the mountain, you win. This sounds like the product of an unhappy mind. Right. Oh my someone God. was someone was railing something they shouldn't have and was just like, go with me on this. I see it in my mind. Guys, where do you figure Yetis keep their meatballs? Hey Brad, <laughs> go to bed. Go. No, 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 I've got it. It's almost there. Yeti set meatball. No. Oh Yeti set oh, go. That's it. Night. Wow. Honestly, yeah. Wooly Willy, absolute Captain America of the toy world. Yeah, Legit really is. The Steve Rogers of knickknacks. Yep. Um, wow. This also now brings me to my favorite section of my shows when I host. Damn it, I'm drinking. Nope, we're not there yet. We're just oh, going okay, on good. to that section I like to call page eight. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't listened before, I believe that all the good information on Google is on the first two pages. After that, it's just going to get fucking bonkers. So when I do research... No. I like to shoot over to page eight and just see what kind and pick the weirdest fucking thing I can find on that page. And I'm gonna have nightmares. No, it's not that bad, buddy. I'm gonna I will go ahead and give you a little bit of warning. I'm sorry this is a little longer, but it's kind of funny to me. Okay. I'm fine with it. So on page eight about Wooly Willy search, okay. you find a tag headline called Wooly Willy Archives. Welcome to Smithport, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Well, you click on that link, and that takes you to the website for Smithport, Pennsylvania, and all of the articles on that website about Wooly Willy. Then you click on the first article, and the first article is this. FBI warns of Wooly Willy hack attacks. And this is from July 25th, 2015, written by Nathan Mueller. It wasn't that long ago, people. It wasn't that long ago. I'll jump around a little bit, but it starts off like this. No, don't. Start from A. I want all to go right, all the way to thing? D. All right, here we go. No, we really don't have to do that. In the, it starts with, In the ivory towers of the nation's media elites, there is growing anxiety about who is responsible for a massive willy-willy hack attack that what? seems to be waking millions of TV viewers from their evening stupor. Yeah, what a jump. How do you go from, like, tactile toy... To television fucking 1984 shit. Apparently, at some points... Now, I, I can't tell if this article is real or not, because there's some of it that sounds very real, and there's some part of it that's... There's one part that sounds totally fake. But it's so far, according to this, somebody took over the TV station, 
a hack thing and okay. uh, put up a, a picture of Wooly Willy. And that was the Wooly Willy hack, right? Oh, okay. Well, that sounds reasonable. They right. had a mad, uh, what do you call it? Maximum. No, uh, no, I take that back. This hack. was the broadcast media. Let's see. The FBI is warning U.S. broadcast media to be on the lookout for the malicious computer program, which first surfaced in a recent Fox News story about the Apple Watch. The clip in which Apple CEO Tim Cook appears is suddenly interrupted by Wooly Willy. Hmm. So there was apparently a cyber attack where somebody put that up. Now, this is where I believe this could be fake. All right. Okay. Third to last paragraph. Experts believe the ultimate purpose of the Wooly Willy malware is to recruit other toys to its cause. In quotes, we can only imagine the havoc G.I. Joe, Barbie, and the Cabbage Pats kids can wreak upon our national communications infrastructure if they become weaponized in this way, said U.S. Chief Information Officer Tony Scott who has been working to restore public confidence in federal cybersecurity by urging government employees to display their computer passwords on post-it notes to facilitate information exchange. That's the part you thought was fake or Well, yeah, cuz it's he's it's uh, he's talking about like he's recruiting other toys. Yeah, he keeps saying recruiting other toys. Like what does he mean? Like he waits for them to come to life when we leave the room and then who knows? I don't know. He, I mean, you. I mean, call me if he gets Woody. If he gets Woody, then fuck, man. Yeah, we're <laughs> fucked. That's legit. I am impressed by these page eights. I really am. You deep dive. I don't know if I like. I don't know if I like the deep dive. Sometimes it can I get real do, dark down there. I do the first two uh, things on the first page and then go to page eight. It's not like I'm sitting a lot of time there. Well, I'm you still know, saying. in between there, it's gonna be like tentacle porn. Oh, you know. <laughs> I mean, you, you find like you find the barrier. You, find you go through barrier. the tentacle porn nebula before you get to the really weird shit. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm there. I've been there. <sighs> Josh, that was page eight, dude. God, that was fun. That was Wooly Willy. That's the story wow. of Wooly Willy. Still to this Robert day. Robert Redford did not make this movie, and that makes me very sad. And hey, did he retire already? Is it too late? Maybe we can get can Bradley Cooper. We get Cooper. Robert Redford and uh, Warren Beatty. <laughs> And Dustin Hoffman together to make the Wooly Willy story and like treat it like a Sorkin level what, would we, drama. Would we uh, computer uh, use the new uh, CGI to uh, de-age them and make it a young version of them? But while they move like senior citizens? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Willy, won't we? <laughs> well, Josh, that does it. We did it. We learned God, a whole bunch about awesome. Wooly Willy. That's so cool. It makes it even cooler. But you know what happens when you get done learning a whole bunch of stuff? Hot quiz. Damn it. I've been drinking. Yeah, buddy. You always know pop quiz is coming. You ready? Yeah. Question number one. Mm-hmm. Josh, what is vacuum forming? Okay. Vacuum forming is when you create a plastic mold over another mold that you can make a lot of different copies of. Oh. Um, that's kind of, oh, I'll take it. I'll take it close yeah! enough. Close enough, close enough, close enough, close enough. It's, it's just definitely it. not sous-viding. <laughs> it is not sous-viding. <laughs> Question number two. Hey, Josh. Wait, what was the answer? Oh, like, it is actually a, drama. all right, here, here's the actual definition. A sheet of plastic is heated to a forming temperature, stretched onto a single surface mold, and forced against it by forced against that mold by a vacuum. 
Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, but then the purpose of it is. And to so make then you can just keep ones. heating and sucking plastic down on things. Heating and sucking plastic. Just heating just, and sucking. Just throating some plastic. <laughs> wow, that was at the ready too. Yeah. Okay. Josh, question okay. number two. During World War II, what did the Smithport Specialty Company start making in lieu of toys? Uh. Oh, well, it was like weapons, though. It was war equipment. Uh, uh, bombs, right? The sha- shavings for bombs, wasn't it? Damn it. Uh, ah, so close, you. though. So close. It was proximity fuses That's for what it was, the bombs. The fuses for the bombs. So okay. people could accurately blow people up. God damn it. Yeah. Okay. Blowing people up into Wooly Willy. All yeah. right, Josh. Last question. You're one on one here. We got to. We got to get this one. Either one on one. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. You're, no, you're, you're doing great. This is this is an easy one. Ready? Ready? Ugh. Question number three. What is the original price of Wooly Willy? Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that too, and I kept saying, "Don't forget it." Twenty nine cents. Yeah, twenty nine cents. Oh, that's that's that, you're not bad, dude. Two out of three. Two out of three. Or one it. and a half. Two. Uh, Meatloaf uh, said, "It ain't bad." Two out of three. <laughs> Two out of three. It ain't bad. Uh, yeah. meatloaf. Um Wow, what an awesome history of and now my question to you then, Kevin, mm-hmm. is the woolly willy flammable? Because if it was made after the process of creating shavings for fuses for bombs, does that mean that I could use woolly willy to blow up no, a building? The metal is not from the fuses of the bombs itself. The metal was from the magnets that they made prior to the fuses. So they were making those toys, and they were like, oh, this is leftover from the toys we're making, because the, the, oh, the horseshoe magnets have that flat. The ends are flat, so they're grinding it down to make it nice and smooth, and all that fucking magnetic so metal. So it was always around. designed for peace? Always. And then the war came. Yeah. And they had to blow some motherfuckers up. Yeah, man. Fucking Nazis, fucking Nazis. It's it's, it's too much. It, it's the I was gonna say Chris Pine, but then I realized that's not the Chris we're talking about. <laughs> and it wasn't Chris Pratt. No. And it wasn't Chris Hemsworth. No. So I've completely forgotten. I don't know who you're talking about anyway. So the guy the... who plays Captain America or oh, played Captain America. Chris Evans. Now Chris Evans yes. was the original. Because we've moved on now. He's the he's not... he's the OG Willy Willy. Maybe they'll get him to play Wooly Willy in the movie. Yeah, if you want my honest opinion, no way that he could grow a Wooly Willy like that. Oh, no, but that's the thing is, like, as a spy, he'll have to keep putting on different wigs, and that's the whole catch of the movie. <laughs> there it is. Bring Josh, it we totally did it. We learned we so it. much about fucking Wooly Willy today, dude. Wow. Um, I feel patriotic. I feel, like, actually patriotic about yeah, it. Yeah, dude, we did well during World War II, apparently, with toys and stuff. So, yeah, all right. Mm. Um, hey, what do we got to do before we go? Oh, big Mr. Thank big yous. Big Mr. Thank you. Big Mr. Thank you to Jason Moody for the kick-ass theme song and a pop quiz stinger. Yeah. Who else has got big Mr. Thank yous? Any big, big Mr. Thank yous to you, Josh? What'd you On my end, I want to give a big Mr. Thank you to everybody who came out and saw my uh, work over at the Green Mill this weekend because it was a tough night. We did a, a, a eulogy for Norm MacDonald, and it was tough. Mm-hmm. And thank you for coming. Mm. Have we there told people what you do at the paper machete? No, I'm a talking bird puppy. You can Google that later. Yeah. Look for Chad the bird. That's Josh. Yeah. Super easy to find. Yeah. Just Chad the bird. Um, awesome. Yay. We did it. 
Um, so anything cool. else? Anything no, that's it. I don't want. I mean, I just want to. I want to live in a world where there is a bunch of marching metal shavings that are, were used to make magnets that are just out there, just fighting for peace. And we do, Kevin. We do live in that world. God bless America, and God bless Wooly Willy. Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock. It's just lying in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.